0: everyone welcome to our drink a book podcast where we drink wine and talk about books this is lauren lynn i'm lee it's marie and this is joe Welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about books. We're a group of upper 20s, lower 30s females from Northeast Ohio that love books, wine, and cats. Our book club started two years ago while Lynn and I were teaching together. So Marie and I were finding that we were always talking about books because we're teachers, of course, and... So we decided we should just start a book club. And then obviously, I had to invite my two sisters, Lee and Joe, to be part of the book club. And they immediately accepted. <laughs> and then, Joe. Yes, I felt like I had to invite my kind of sister in law, Lauren. <laughs> Not quite, but almost. Almost. <laughs> because we always talk about books, too. And then it ended up being the five of us. Well, I this is Lee. I also tried to invite a friend to book club because Joe and Lynn are both my sister and they <laughs> each had a friend in book club, so I invited a friend too, but then she never came. <laughs> so um she got kicked out. Well, not really. She just never showed Stop. up <laughs> Yeah. And it's not really like Like, when people think of a book club, I feel like a lot of book clubs are like, there's 20 people in it, and it's just Mm -hmm. like, show up when you can. But ours is more like, we take it very seriously. We're a small, intimate group. (laughs) If you don't show up, you don't get a say in any of the books that we read. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very important that you come to our book club. I feel like it's very sacred to us Mm -hmm. and, like, more intimate than most book clubs. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think we all value it. Mm-hmm. The same. Um, yeah, it's like, like the most important thing of my life. So, like, you better show up or else it's a problem. It. I know, it's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a reason that we decided to make it into a podcast and see if this ever goes anywhere, but yeah. we figured we Need enough already to talk about books Why not try and sure. make something out of it. And yeah. that way everyone can be included. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't come to the But so You can listen to it on your, on your podcast now. You can't now. participate, but you can listen to us. <laughs> I swear we're not, like, mean, exclusive people. It's just... We're just introverts. In yes. Yeah. We just like meeting new people. <laughs> yeah. So today we're at Joe's house. We are drinking sangria that Lynn brought. It's really delicious. It's what is it? Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. It's like an a fall apple sangria. I tried to make it fall vibe cuz mm-hmm. we're having this is sort of our friends giving book club meeting so. So when we're recording this it's like mid November. We have no idea when if ever this will come out. So if it's not close <laughs> to Thanksgiving, then you can just imagine. <laughs> but, um, we have pumpkin cookies, we have like um apricot date spice cookies that are really good. We were eating pizza and salad. Thanksgiving steak Yeah. <laughs> pizza. Yeah, pizza. yeah, it's our Friends giving with me. main course was pizza. But we had some sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. But mostly the cookies and the wine are the most important part. Mm -hmm. Yes. There are two cats here with us. And we all have on Thanksgiving shirts, which is fun. We're so theme Yeah. (laughs) Love our shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Mine just has a pumpkin on it. Really cute.
1: Pretty basic. Uh, Mine's a baseball tee, and it has, like, fall words on it, like apple cider and pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> not it. You? <laughs> I can't read it. it <laughs> down. I'll
0: read it for you. Okay. It okay. says apple cider, cozy blankets, pumpkin patch flannel, sparkling fires, crunchy leaves fall. Love yeah. it. It's a it's poem. <laughs> it is. Mine says thankful AF. So I'm pretty good about myself. <laughs> Uh, mine has a graphic. If you've ever watched Friends, when, um, uh, Monica puts the turkey on her head with the glasses and the hat on top, I have that graphic on my shirt. i was
1: oh like, my no. I know
0: oh my gosh. I It very well could be the office with me, but. I wasn't sure what the reference. reference was or what it was, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. It almost looked like a Star Wars thing. Oh, you know? I can <laughs> see it! Oh, well, that, knowing me, that would do something possible It's like too. a partial dirt theater. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a classic. Was I, love love yes. I forgot about that. that oh my gosh, it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mine just says, gobble, gobble, gobble. Just, also, gobble it yeah, it's yes classic. Yeah. So, love it. Thanks. So, do we want to talk about the book? Absolutely. Let's do it. This month, the book we read was The Alice Network by Kate Quinn. And this was actually my genre. So, every month, one of us, we alternate who gets to come with a genre for the next month. And we all come prepared with a book in that particular genre that we put into a spinner app, and then randomly decide which book we read. The genre I chose for this month was just any book about World War II. And this book that got picked was actually Joe and Lee's pick. Yes. And we both, yeah, picked, we both the same picked the book. same one. I picked one called... What was the one I picked? I always forget what it's called. Mine was Between Shades of Grey is the one I picked. And I hope I still read that eventually. But didn't get to it yet. My book was All the Light We Cannot See, which I actually did wind up buying on Amazon, which will be one of my reads, of just not for this book club.
1: Mine was A Sparkling, A Fire Sparkling? A Sparkling Fire?
0: I <laughs> 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 can't can remember. A Fire, a fire, fire Sparkling. sparkling. Yeah. yeah. They all sounded so good. Yeah. I hope to read yeah. all of them eventually. We were excited about this genre pick because we just realized that, like, over the last few years that we've been doing this, we all love reading about World War II, mm-hmm. and so it's not really, like, a real genre, but I just decided that's what I was going to well, pick. Well, it is. It's, like, historical yeah, fiction, but with a sub-special Yeah, Yeah, right? <laughs> Of we've, World War II. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've made it through all the, like, classic genres several times, so now we've been yes. getting kind of, like, unique mm-hmm. with our genre i because i really like historical fiction i've read already a lot of like the popular world war ii books so i had a hard time like picking a book for this genre marie's book pick all the light we cannot see i already read which was amazing highly recommend but we also read the lilac girls for our book club which is also in this book. genre that guys. was really good <laughs> So um, just to kind of set the scene, I'm going to read what is on the book, The Alice Network, as the description, just so you guys kind of have an idea of what it was advertised as for us. So it says, 1947, in the chaotic aftermath of World War II, American college girl, Charlie St. Clair, is pregnant, unmarried, and on the verge of being thrown out of her very proper family. She's also nursing a desperate hope that her beloved cousin Rose, who disappeared in Nazi-occupied France during the war, might still be alive. So when Charlie's parents banish her to Europe to have her little problem taken care of, Charlie breaks free and heads to London, determined to find out what happened to the cousin she loves like a sister. 1915 A year into the Great War, Eve Gardner burns to join the fight against the Germans and unexpectedly gets her chance when she's recruited to work as a spy. Sent into enemy-occupied France, she's trained by the mesmerizing Lily, codename Alice, the Queen of Spies, who manages a vast network of secret agents right under the enemy's nose. Thirty years later, haunted by the betrayal that ultimately tore apart the Alice network, Eve spends her days drunk and secluded in her crumbling London house. That is, until a young American barges in, uttering a name Eve hasn't heard in decades, and launches them both on a mission to find the truth, no matter where it leads. And so, obviously at this point, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't read this, we're going to start talking about things that actually happen in the book. So just Turn back now. I'm going to be talking about our rating. So if you go into Goodreads, the rating is a 4.26, which is a fairly high book. And we typically Mm -hmm. do choose books that have that higher rating. And Lauren's going to be reading some of the book reviews that are at the lower end to Mm -hmm. kind of see what the controversy is within the book.
1: So, there's <laughs> this one-star review from Sarah in um, August of 2017, and she says, terrible. So mm-hmm. terrible. I don't even want to give up room in my suitcase to bring it back home. Believing it in the hotel room seems like a cruel punishment for the maid.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> she yeah. no explanations of why she hated it? Nope, just, oh no. that's it. That's the whole review. Yeah. That's oh, harsh that's it. with no I mean, explanation. Yeah, I she was just reasons, not feeling like, it. Like, what did she not like about it? That was definitely my so favorite review, though. I mean, yeah, that's so funny. It was very Harsh. entertaining. Wow. Well, I have found a five-star review on Goodreads that I will read. And I'm assuming the the people listening know what Goodreads is, but if you don't, it's an app where you can put pick different books and put them on different shelves, like books you've read, books you want to read, and you can rate them, and you can see how, like, All different people have rated them and reviewed them. So here's a five-star review. This is from someone named Lisa. She says, A fabulously intense and mesmerizing historical novel about two intelligent and courageous women whose lives intertwine in a search for answers. The Alice Network is one of the most fascinating and compelling books I have read this year. It was impossible to put down and deftly wove fact and fiction together to create a delicious story of intrigue, perseverance, and redemption. then she talks about, I'm not going to read this word for it because it's a lot longer than your one-star review, but (laughs) she talks about how the theme, there's a theme of female friendships. We see friendships between Eve and Lily, Charlie and Rose. Sorry, side note. Isn't it Charlie or is it Charlie? I I thought they said it was Charlie. Charlie. It probably <laughs> Didn't is. They say Charlie that in the book because her name's I thought Charlotte. they talked about that in the book. Oh, in the Oh, um, I don't know if I remember I that. Know. In the readings it was saying some people were referring to them as Charlotte, Charlie. But oh, there was something true. in the book about how they pronounced it Charlie, but maybe I just totally oh made that up. I just might have I might have that made it or up or Maybe that's
1: because they were in France, so maybe people
0: oh, were like maybe
1: pronouncing it. That could be the There's accent. a different yeah. language.
0: Like, that wasn't French at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was like English. I you're like showing. I don't yeah, know. I, don't know. I should have probably like made a note of what page that was on. Because <laughs> now I don't know. So maybe I've been pronouncing it wrong in my head. But. Well, everyone, don't hold it against us if we're yeah. saying it wrong. And she goes on to say, each of these special friendships are very unique, but all are based on understanding, compassion, and appreciation for one another. She talks about how the character development was exemplary. Both the stuttering Eve and morning sick Charlie or Charlie characters were <laughs> captivating. We see so much change in both of them as the stories unfold. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, reading about the real-life Alice network that existed during World War One under Louis' de Bedi... Sorry, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Was appealing. And side note, the Alice network was a real thing, mm-hmm. which when I was reading this, I, I like, immediately Googled the Alice Network because Mm -hmm. I was like, I have to know if this is real. Yes. And it's, like, so amazing. And then at the end of the book, too, she writes about, like, what parts of the story were real and what parts she made up. But these women running the Alice Network were, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. But, so... I I realized that after we read the Lilac Girls, too, that I had no idea the Lilac Girls were a real thing, but they were, too. Yeah, Yeah, it was, like, one of... I think one of the yeah. characters who had yeah. made all these like charitable organizations it was or like a fictionalized version yeah. of them but yeah. they were real. Yeah. Yeah. But then she says this was a fascinating story and she was truly she was a truly amazing patriotic woman. I highly recommend the Alice Network particularly particularly if you like historical fiction, drama or books with strong female characters. Oh, then she says it would also be a superb pick for any book club. Ooh, as there wow. are many interesting topics for discussion. Ooh. So that was a five-star. Goodreads Ratings. Nice. I think part of the reason this book got kind of popular, too, is because it was from Reese's Book Club. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are all obsessed with. We follow <laughs> her and her book club on Instagram. Hello, Sunshine, right? Yeah. Is what mm-hmm. her book club is called. I think this one was... From a while ago though, because I didn't mm. remember seeing it on any of her yeah. recent pics, but I'm talking about song... Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> mean, I, I just assumed she's, she's our, our friend, our friend, our. friend <laughs> <We knew> her. <laughs> <laughs> My good friend Reese that I check with on Instagram. Um, and I heard that she has been trying to like, Buy all the for all the books that she chooses to like make them into movies which i think mm-hmm. this would yeah. be a really good movie yeah, so, too, so yeah. i tried to look it up and see if like anything was starting or in, i don't know in production i think for this book to be a movie yet but i didn't find anything but it would be really cool if they made it into a movie mm-hmm. i was picturing um the one girl who, She was the character from the Guernsey book, which I also love. That's World War II. Oh, they made the, the, Guernsey, the girl who was Cinderella. Yes, the girl who was Cinderella. She was oh. in that. I never watched it, but the Netflix show of the Guernsey. So, uh, the, uh, yeah, the book you're talking about is the what is it? The, the Guernsey, Guernsey po- Literary, Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Which, by the way, yes. everyone Super should good. read. It's fantastic. fantastic. But I kept picturing her as Charlie. Oh. I don't know why. I just, like, had it in my did head. Did you watch that? No, I never oh. watched it, but I want to. So, what did everybody think of the book? I really liked it. Um, but I knew I was really going to like it. Because, <laughs> like we talked about earlier, I always like these World War II historical mm-hmm. fiction sort of mm-hmm. books. Um I, <laughs> I gave it a four-star rating on oh my goodness. So, so I might have been kind of hard on it, but I gave it a three. I love that. So I we're talking about out of, it, five, oh, like, out of five,
1: like five stars. Yeah.
0: I think my, like, real rating would be a a 3.5 if Goodreads would let you do half rating points, but they don't. Goodreads, please change your rating system if you're listening to to this. Half stars. We want half stars. Also, please
1: update your search function because it's terrible. Thank you. Goodreads. Are you listening? I could go on all day.
0: I'm willing to be convinced that I should mm-hmm. increase my rating. I <laughs> went back and forth between a 3 and a 4. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just had like... I took a couple notes on it, and maybe, again, I was just being, like, hard on it or whatever, but there were several points in the book that I just kept being like, really?
1: Like, I, guess, yeah, yeah. I, always, like, I, I get you, that. Especially yeah. when really it first started. I was like, yeah. yeah. Would Eve Gardner really say she's going to yes. climb that man like a
0: tent plate? Like, or me a hole, whatever she says? Yeah. But then again, when I... I'm reading books that I have that impression. It almost makes me like it even more mm-hmm. because it almost increases that engagement of getting mad. like, like having oh, yeah. your hate oh. reading it. Yeah, <laughs> like having emotion, and I still yeah. enjoy reading it. Yeah. That's true. You yeah. know? I'm like, passionate about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I also get like really annoyed when like every book has to have a love story, oh, and that yeah. really annoyed yeah. me. Like, Black not has to be about the strong female. Characters like yeah. why can't you get rid of the whole like romance? Absolutely Finn was great. great. I liked his character, but like make it just about like the strong women in the story. True. Mm-hmm. Very, true. story yeah. Very true. Yeah. I, I had the same <laughs> of the romance. Like mm-hmm. I, I was. I feel like the stories of the badass <laughs> lady spies were interesting yes. enough yeah. to yeah. just be the story. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like we didn't really need also a love story. Mm-hmm. Just is mm-hmm. like. You know, even the end of the story was like Charlie and Finn, like, happily ever after. I did some heavy skimming because I literally finished the book five minutes before I was supposed to come over to Joe's house. So I uh, needed to catch up pretty quick here <laughs> at the end. You're basically right, though, about Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. it. It's okay. So my rating is a four also. I also gave it a four out of five. I just really loved reading about the lady spies. I thought yes. they were so amazing. Yeah. And just, like, that it was true. Mm-hmm. I just really liked that. And I liked Eve as the main character. I thought she mm-hmm. was a really, like, compelling character. I did think mm-hmm. Charlie Charlie, <laughs> was kind of annoying yeah, sometimes. I did too. Oh, she yeah. kind of was. Uh, when we first and got introduced
1: to her, yeah. she was yeah. very, like, not like other girls yes. kind of vibe. Yeah. Where she was, like... I'm into math.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything yeah. is a math equation.
0: Yeah. And I got what the author was trying to do. Like, I kind of liked how she was showing, like, oh, she's defined stereotypes mm. or whatever. And, like, girls like, can do math mm. or whatever. And I did like how she woven some, like, gender bias, like, yeah. about how um, they wouldn't let her take money out of the bank without oh a man. Oh, my God. That was man. so frustrating. Like, yes. I was yeah. getting just so infuriated. Yeah. So I liked that, but I don't know. I just thought she was kind of annoying. Yeah. And her struggles were, like, nothing compared to (laughs) Eve. It was just like, really? Like, why are you, like, whining? Yeah, I I guess Mm -hmm. I kind of just chucked it up to, like, oh, she's just, she's 19. And maybe the author is just trying to, like, portray that she's that young. But I don't know if that's really all of it. Yeah, and I do think she, like, showed growth through the book. So maybe it was supposed to be to contrast, like, to where she ended up at the end yeah. of the story, because mm-hmm. I feel like she, like, grew and mm-hmm. became stronger and whatever. So maybe that was, maybe she was supposed to be kind of, like, an annoying, like, whiny 19-year-old at the beginning. I don't know. Yeah, maybe right. true. From the very beginning, um, Charlie's trying to find Rose. So what did you guys think? Did you think Rose was alive or or not? I thought she would be alive I somewhere. I thought, I thought we also. would see their, like, reunion. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. she was gonna be like a spy, like a oh, it's yeah. connected to yeah. World War II yeah. spy. Yeah. Like That's what I thought it was gonna happen. Yeah. Which, like, maybe she was. I don't know. I was yeah. kind of confused on that. Like, yeah, I was, was hoping she... to find out was she actually part of the resistance. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm hoping she was, but it wasn't clear. We didn't. She know. had a baby I already, though. Yeah. 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 She wasn't. What did you maybe. think? Did you think? She was alive? Yeah, I thought she was going to be alive, too. But I know, like, that was one of the big things at mm-hmm. the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So I was curious to right. see if you guys all thought they that. they definitely leave it up to interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also thought it was kind of unrealistic that, like, this pussy, like, privileged girl would just start, like, traipsing all around with these two strangers, basically. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I mean... I I just thought maybe it wasn't that realistic that she would be like, yeah, I'm going to get in the car with Mm -hmm. Finn and Eve, who I don't even know, and this (laughs) woman who tried tried to to kill (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's like, a lot of it to me was like too far-fetched. Yeah, I get that. Well, right from the beginning, or I shouldn't say maybe right from the beginning, but very early on, I was like, oh... This Charlie and Finn is gonna turn out to be like, even though it wasn't at that point, you could see all the signs yes. pointing to that too. <laughs> Absolutely. <Right>. What's that? <laughs> is that that's, a cat? Yeah, that's a <laughs> cat <that's like, laughs> in the litter box. That's how loud they Oh my god, right wow. that's a litter box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't now know if I'm having if a cat. <laughs> I don't know if like. This is being picked up, but it sounds like someone's like banging against a wall or something. <laughs> like it does not sound a cat, no. like a cat in the litter box. They're like going overboard and trying to like cover up. So they like oh. put their paws on the side and like try to like wipe oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, on I the sides, and like, like, it just there's makes no so litter much up noise. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like the plastic of the litter box. So oh my gosh, it's hilarious. That's so yeah, sorry. <laughs> We were hoping for that type of interruption. Though, mm. So <laughs> it <was laughs> seemed appropriate. <laughs> so, are you keeping your three star rating? Yeah, I think so. I think this is just convincing me more that, that I want to. <laughs> no, <no>. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I loved the story of, like you said, all the badass spies, meals, mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. A lot of it just was unrealistic. I didn't like how heavily the romance story was portrayed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it took yeah. away. From the independence and the like storyline of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even like the side stories, like why does Uncle Edward also have to have like a love story romance involved with Eve or whatever? Like yeah. why can't it just be oh. I wasn't a as bothered by that one as I don't know. I felt like that one didn't detract from the story as much for me as mm-hmm. the Finn and Yeah, Harry you're one. right. It definitely was But still, as still it's prevalent. like It's, like, basically both of the main characters have (laughs) story just like, a platonic character. Right. And can't the women just have, like, a compelling story without a man being part of it? I think I—well, let me say, I completely agree with that statement. But I'm just thinking about, like, I guess Uncle Edward slash Cameron— um maybe that love story is there since her eve's um relationship with like renee is so terrible yeah, but then I she sure has something else. a positive <laughs> male yeah, reaction. yeah yeah because even um major allenton is like yeah kind of a jerk too and definitely. so at least captain cameron was like a nice guy yeah. a nice married guy with a well, yeah. Is, is he <laughs> yeah, a nice guy? I don't know. Yeah, potential agenda, like yeah, potentially. he's nice to Eve. But <laughs> there, I guess because there were questions about his wife, like yeah. so we were yeah. supposed to sympathize with him mm-hmm. because yeah, like his wife's like because he went to prison for her and she was abusive. like yeah yeah. But, yeah. And by the way, I heard I think I read it in the back of the book that he was based on a real yeah, uh, really? a camera. yeah, wow yeah. Yes, but, but but Eve was. Made up, correct. Yeah, I liked how it had a lot about World War One too. Yeah, because most mm-hmm. of the ones I've read are like just based yeah. on World War Two, usually about mm-hmm. the Holocaust. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like don't know anything about World War One. I. <laughs> I don't know. I like, yeah. didn't even realize the Germans were involved until I like oh read my gosh. this book. <laughs> oh, <really>? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like World War One is like so confusing to me. Like you said, everything's World War Two. Yeah, and, yeah. Everything's focused on, on the Holocaust. Yeah, or, yeah. I I like it's more I. like. You no, know, talked about or I don't know. Maybe for our generation. Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's definitely a huge event. That yeah, I guess there's a lot of conversations that can happen. I mean, when I was in high school, there was a class offered that was all about the Holocaust. Oh wow! Solidified to just that event, so not even just World War II, but mm-hmm. that specific event, which wow was pretty cool, but.
1: So anybody so in the beginning of the book, I want—I forgot—I wanted to bring this up earlier. Eve was like, "I don't care about getting the vote. I want to be a soldier." I was like, "Why don't you care about getting the vote?" Yeah, you ever reading With that? Hope. Like women's vote.
0: Oh like, yeah, like, she like made didn't it, care yeah. about suffrage. Oh, she wanted yeah. to like.
1: Okay. I was like, "Girl, yeah. <laughs> you should care about that." <laughs> yes. I
0: know, right? Like, that was because really that's weird to like, me. Part of why she couldn't right, participate exactly. in the war yes. mm-hmm. because of like yeah. women's women not having the same rights. Mm-hmm. That's a really good. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder why she said that. Maybe just because to her it wasn't as pressing at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. or wasn't it? Know. Me and As like I exciting. That. I guess. Yeah. And Maybe? she even like her motives were kind of weird. But yeah, like, she was saying you know oh i'm not really doing it for the country i'm doing it because i want to be the best like I felt oh like, yeah that was weird too yeah, yeah. i was like i'm like shouldn't <laughs> you do this for the <laughs> country like you wouldn't yeah. so or for at least all the people who are being hurt yeah by yeah, this yeah. if not for your right. country but like mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. who it's affecting right do you think that eventually maybe she came around on that or do you think she still felt that way I know I it seemed like it came Twitter. around to me because th- they yeah. were
1: very concerned about, like, stopping the Kaiser's um, yeah. train. Yeah. And she's like, maybe I can save all these people if I continue, like, That's this true. relationship yeah. I don't want. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. But then even at the, like, towards the end when, you know, she was so guilty, blah, 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 because she betrayed Lily... She, it was nothing about, like, I saved all these people, like, we still did all this good. It was just, like, no, my life is over because I betrayed Lily. Like, it was all about her and her relationship. Yeah. Like, not anything about the bigger picture. Right. I don't know if it was supposed to just showcase that, like, this was one of the only people that she really had, like, Uh a strong, important relationship with. And so then she just felt so, like, guilty- Or was that supposed to portray, like, how powerful Lily was and, like, what kind of person she was? Speaking of that, too, on a slight different note, so at the end we find out that Eve didn't really betray Lily, that the other person Mm -hmm. did. How did that woman know the information to betray? Do we know anything about her? Well, they said she was in the same cell or prison as Louise. Maybe she just like I thought they found said out that maybe secondhand. some information was like given yeah. directly from Lily to her in prison. I was just confused by that because it didn't seem like Lily would yeah, tell her that. Yeah, that's true. I was right. like, how would she have had all that information? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I thought I was yeah, wondering that's about true. that still. And then again, far fetched that oh, that happened at the exact same time that Renee is like breaking all of Eve's fingers off and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, while yeah. she's passed out on opium, then at the exact same time, Renee finds out that it was this mm-hmm. other woman who right. gave up Lily. That's then true. That again, seemed very unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. Then again, that time <laughs> period, there's a lot of things that wouldn't seem as realistic, you know? So I have another question um, that we, ca- I guess we are kind of implied, but kind of not. Um, what was Eve's job in World War II? I don't know. So... I thought she was working for like was it like a refugee agency or something or was that not it? Well, because Rosa's file went through yeah. her, but then I couldn't remember the details because I know she worked in World War II as well, but I didn't know like do you think she was part of the spy network still or was she just like placing people that needed help? I didn't know if there's more to I guess that I don't job. Know. Yeah, they didn't really go into a lot mm-hmm. of detail. Question, but she was, yeah. was working for that Allenton mm-hmm. guy. Oh, yeah. And he was in charge of the spy network. Yeah. So do you think she still so, was part of it? I don't so know. Maybe. How she have not known that Renee was still alive if then Rose was like. Did she know? Well, I Rose? don't think Rose was part of the network right. or anything. No, she but she didn't she know was... Rose. She just got her file. Yeah. She got Rose's file. Right. Would you it have said in there that Rose was working at that restaurant? I forget how I she knew she Renee's name. She didn't. I don't think Charlie. Eve knew because I mean, Char, when Charlie did told Charlie her, no. Oh, she was surprised. a phone call or something. Yeah, oh, she said she, she called her on because Eve was surprised when Charlie said that she worked at that restaurant. Yeah, some of those details yeah. were confusing to me of how Eve was actually connected to Rose. Yeah, I think it was. It was just her name was on the file. Yeah, right. I thought so. She had like processed. Rose's paperwork, or something, and mm. so her name was like attached to Rose mm. from that, but she didn't actually know her. But yeah, I, I'm a little fucking details <laughs> though, and like I don't know, maybe it was explained more, but I don't remember now no because that was like I didn't, early on. yeah, I was trying to think, like, are we supposed to know all the details? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. remember either. I have another thought too. I'm sorry, I have like no, all no, these things. No, this, is, this, this is good, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me if I'm thinking of this one wrong because I feel like. I might be misremembering. That's what I was trying to look up earlier before we started recording. I was trying to find a part of the book about this, and I couldn't find it. So when Charlie got Eve to agree to help her, and Eve was calling people Mm -hmm. um, to try to get information, and she had called a man, which ended up being Major Allenton. And I'm sure we were were led to believe it might be Captain Cameron Mm -hmm. at -hmm. that point. And then she ended up calling Violet. And they met her, but then didn't she call someone else, too? Because didn't she say she called a woman for help and couldn't get a hold of her, and then she called Violet? Oh. Or am I misremembering that? Was it wasn't just that it was Major Allenton she called, and he wasn't available. I don't remember I don't remember either. Because I was like, wait, what other woman I would, have would she have been calling? Because at the time, I thought it was Lily. Yeah. But then later, we find out Lily is not alive at that point. So, like, but I can't remember if it was... If it was just Major Allentown, and I'm, like, inventing that it was another woman.
1: Do or if know it was where this happened really in the book?
0: Okay, so I found it on page 53. Eve is saying she called an English officer currently stationed in Bordeaux. We go back 30 years, he and I, but he's on holiday. So I tried another old acquaintance, a woman who knows a thing or two. I asked her about a restaurant called Lilith. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I don't Lilith. know, I don't know mm-hmm. about it. Um, and she hung up on me. So it sounds like the first call was Allenton and the second call was Violet and those were the only two calls it looks like. Okay. And, and so that's why that's I why they went, went. to Violet's okay. shop. So that was me going to her. <laughs> well, that's good cuz I was like who would that other woman be? But um, it turns out I just missed her. Another- <laughs> yeah, all the details towards the beginning are hard for me to keep track of also. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to find the part where it talks about Eve's job in World oh, War Two, yeah. or like how she was. She knew. Were we talking about
1: how did Eve know um, if Renee was still alive? Um, were we
0: saying she didn't know that he? Well, she did know it. because Cameron's Cameron said he was dead. Dead. But I think Lynn was wondering how if she had gotten rose's paperwork then how wouldn't she have seen wouldn't she have known that that, he was was alive alive. if she was working
1: for him well yeah on page 41 charlie is talking to eve about where rose worked and she says where it was and what it was called and then eve asks her who's it owned by and charlie says uh monsieur renee something and then eve kind of like recognized the name
0: and then she says i might be able to help you after all so that must be when she realizes that he's not dead and then, yeah, right, near the end of the
1: chapter, Charlie brings up how Eve recognized the name, um, and she kind of tells her to, like, F
0: off, but... So she
1: so realizes what
0: What would she have seen in Rose's paperwork, then, if she didn't see anything about Renee? You know what I mean? What? Like, I guess because we don't know, we're confused about what her job was, mm-hmm. how would she have seen Rose's file and not known that she right. worked for Renee? Right. Oh, that's Renee? true. Is it that if it was a refugee, was Rosa a refugee? I don't know if it was a refugee or if I just made that up because I if, don't remember. If it was, would it have been that Eve got her file before she went to the lodges? Like, before she started working there? You know, because didn't she, like, have the baby first and then she, like, started working there? Oh. I think she escaped to have her baby, right? She went somewhere. Yeah to have her baby, that she would be able to, like, be away from her family. So maybe, like, the restaurant thing hadn't happened yet by Mm -hmm. when Eve had gotten her file, probably? I found where where Eve, or where Charlie's telling Eve um, how she found out um, her name. That's on 19. Oh, even earlier than that, 43 or
1: whatever. On page 21, she mentions Renee again.
0: And she recognized Oh, because, yeah, it says something happened to Eve's face then. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Who did you say owned that restaurant? Mm-hmm. I know that name. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Before that, on 19 is where she says she has her name because um, she worked at the Bureau helping to locate re- refugees. Okay, so, so I didn't make that up. So, no, you camera. were right. <laughs> I was right, yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> she's saying on page 21... Charlie is asking, I assumed if you signed that report, you'd have seen the original tip about Mm -hmm. Renee. And she says, I didn't. If I had, I wouldn't have signed off. Oh. So it must not have, like, been on the Mm -hmm. paperwork, which is why she still thought he was dead. Maybe it came in, like, a tip came in later and they just (laughs) it onto her report or something. So mm. she was signing off on like getting refugees work. Is that why she was, she was trying off? to locate to locating them. refugees? Oh, so I'm not sure why would if it was just because of the war, like people were yeah, missing. Maybe. Oh, oh be- was that like Rose's parent or um? Charlie's parents, when they were trying to find Rose. Yeah, it says. Yeah, Charlie's dad made an inquiry to London, and that was in forty-five or forty-six. So that would have been like after, right after the war was over, trying to find her. So that would be why Eve was trying to find her, probably because Mm -hmm. Charlie's parents were looking for her. Yes. Yeah, all of that early stuff, I feel like, just kind of blended together Mm -hmm. in my head since the rest of the story hadn't really, yeah, fully happened yet. That happens to me in so many books that then I want to go back and read it again (laughs) because so much I just missed because I didn't know enough information yet. Right. I always want to read the book that we picked again after Mm -hmm. Book Club. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about it and then I'm like, I don't remember that part (laughs) or (laughs) certain things that you guys bring up. And I just want to confirm, I'm on page eight. Oh, okay. okay. And she's talking about how Rose was the only one to call me Charlie instead of Charlotte. And then it says, giving it a soft French lilt. Charlie. Oh Oh my god. I'm not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I was right. It's Charlie. And you all were pronouncing (laughs) Rose. See, so Lauren was right. It was the French. Yeah, Charlie. it Oh my god, Charlie. It even it, like, Charlie. Oh my god, I just How Charlie forgot. That? That. I was like, I swear I saw that because in the whole book in my head, I'm pronouncing it Charlie. i pronounced it then when I Charlie that, saying, I was really, really confused when you guys were saying Charlie. Charlie. Okay, now that I... was just a case of just I read it and then I immediately forgot mm, it. Yep. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel validated now. That was Good job. Good. Yeah. Lee, I think you always are really good at remembering little details. That I'm like, yeah. wait, what? I forgot that. <laughs> I mean, not that that was important to the story. Like, you all got the same information that I got. Right, by calling her Charlie. So whatever. I mean, to be fair, the next chapter is called Charlie. <laughs> I mean, Charlie, Char- Char- but it's not written like yes. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know this <laughs> spelling right, to be right. Charlie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot that line this week after I read it. So. Okay. so I'm guessing that pretty much all of us would ultimately recommend the book. Yes. yes, yes. 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 Definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. definitely would. If you like historical fiction or reading about badass ladies, I would say Which definitely we read it. And there's a lot we didn't talk about, too, so you would still have yeah. a lot to digest and uncover mm-hmm. if you do choose to read this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Has anybody been reading any other good books? I just read one that Lauren let me borrow, the uh, Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. Oh, I like yes. that book, Which is originally my recommendation. Yes. I, <laughs> uh, I finished it in, like, two days. Oh, my it was- gosh. It was so a quick so read. Like it one of my favorite books. <laughs> I <laughs> really enjoyed really it. But then I heard there's all this controversy with the author that he, like, oh, got happened. called out for, like, really? har- like sexual harassment and stuff. Oh, I didn't oh know my that. gosh. I feel like that's what it was. It was something about the Me Too stuff that he got, <gasps> like, and so oh, now man. I found out because I was looking at the reviews on Goodreads and a lot of um, females were writing, like, uh, I originally rated this a five, but I'm knocking it down oh, because no. of the controversy with the author. Oh. This is why I basically always pick books written by female authors. Right. But I also try to read books written by, like, people of color, and isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made, yes. Made it? yes. And the book originally wasn't my choosing. I was taking a multicultural yeah. class, mm-hmm. and in that class, we read several novels all that were culturally diverse. We were comparing different cultures, and that was one of them. Every single book that I read in that class was absolutely phenomenal. So if you guys want more books, (laughs) let me know. Yeah, I just looked it up. It says in 2018, he published a statement regarding accusations of sexual harassment against him by several women, including another author with whom he'd had a consensual affair with in the past, I don't know. So, anyway, that's a shame. Yeah, yes. yeah. that's disappointing because I liked that book. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to an audiobook called Lock Every Door. Oh, I Riley put that Sager. on my to read. Really? I, that. I like just two days ago, I put it on there. Yeah, door. yeah. I've been listening Is it to good? that. Um, it's good so far, but I'm not very far in. And, um, our mom has read that oh. book actually and rated it a 4. And oh, so cool. I thought that's always a good sign if yeah. she likes something. So Is it so on really? Hoopla? Um Libya? No, I'm listening to it on the our local library oh, okay. app. Yes. <laughs> um I did check Hoopla though, but it wasn't there cuz you get longer to borrow it on Hoopla. Oh. Which everyone you can join Hoopla and get audiobooks and ebooks, um, if you just have a library card. Mm-hmm. Mm. They don't have Indiana the library. biggest selection, but they have like a lot of classics. Mm-hmm. They have a decent. For free. Yeah, there's yeah for <clears throat> being free, you mm-hmm. can always find something to read or listen to. Definitely, but I I always check the library mm-hmm. and that, yeah. and this time it was on the library.
1: Um, I read *Crooked Kingdom* by Lee Bardugo. Bard- mm. I think that's how you say her name. Mm. Um, she has a lot of like YA fantasy books, and I've been like breezing through them this past few weeks, and they're really good. Um, oh, *Crooked I Kingdom* I actually gave a five. Wow! I Ooh. super enjoyed it. Well, it was kind of long. See it's again? *Crooked Kingdom*. Crooked Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's the second oh. book of like a duology, and all of most of her books take place in like one like, universe, I guess you could say, so you don't necessarily have to read the other, like, the trilogy to mm. read this one, but it helps because they, like, reference people and, like, they reference
0: mm. things that happen, mm. but I really liked it. Cool. So did you say you read the first one? Cool. So, you you the Clone Wars mm-hmm. 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 yeah, I'd was... already marked it as one to read, so you must have told me about that before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yay, yeah, really it really good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was really, really good. Netflix is actually making a show based on five of her, or oh, really? oh. her books. Yeah. Oh, So, like,
0: her, her, like, Grisha trilogy, cool. and then
1: these two books.
0: Uh-oh. I read Conversion recently by um, Catherine Howe. I think I told a few of you yeah. about this already. Mm-hmm. I was trying to read, like... Witchy he books mm-hmm. around Halloween. Since we season we had no
1: witchiness in Yeah, yeah. So Speaking of that,
0: our last book club pick, the genre was like witch themed, and we read Practical Magic, which huge. We won't get down. into it too much, but <laughs> <laughs> we were all disappointed at like the lack of magic. Like the like, book where is called Practical the magic. magic. There was like very little magic, not a lot of it was witching. Just Pining after yeah. boys and boys, yeah. pining
1: after them.
0: Which yeah. we don't really yeah. love. No. So right. so I wanted to read other witch books. So I read this book, Conversion, which actually wasn't, like, super witchy either. But they did weave in stuff from, like, the Salem Witch Trials, which was interesting. Yeah. But oh, cool. Yeah, well, that's Ooh. more than bad to go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But I rated it a 3 out of 5, so it wasn't, like, my favorite book or anything. But I wanted to say that um, the premise of the book, it was actually kind of based on this real thing that happened in this town in New York where it's called conversion because of um, conversion disorder, which is the psycho- psychological disorder, which is fascinating. Everyone should look it up. It's like when you develop these real physical symptoms, but there's nothing actually physically wrong with you. It's based on like psychological so crazy. issues. And it's just so interesting and fascinating and you should definitely look it up but anyway so the book is about this um at this high school all these girls are developing these weird physical symptoms like twitching and spasms and like seizures and stuff and then yeah. so it starts with like this one girl and then all these girls get it i think it goes up to like 18 girls or something and then at the end of the book there's this little Statement from the author about how this was based on a real thing that happened in 2012 really? in Leroy, wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, Leroy, New York. And it was 18 students at this high school of 600 students came down with these weird symptoms like twitching and spasms and stuff. Oh my gosh. And at first, some people thought that like they were faking or they thought maybe it was. Because there were environmental toxins or oh something. God. So in the book, they say it's because of conversion disorder. I mean, nobody really knows, like, what happened at this town in New York. And then is it, like, they were all catching it because of the, like, contagion? Yeah, arrest? so that's, because my thing was, like, I mean, like how does how it? does this happen to 16 yeah. people all at the same time? Yeah. But there is kind of, like, a contagion effect for, like, psychological illnesses where almost, like, you're... Brain kind of because of like empathy and stuff. I'm not saying this eloquently, but you see <laughs> someone else, and then it happens to you if somebody tells me they have a stomach ache or they threw up. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stomach ache too. So it's almost like that kind of thing. Yeah. But it was so it's interesting. So that crazy. actually like reading up about this situation in New York, I thought was actually kind of more interesting than the book. <laughs> but so. Either read the book or read about this thing that happened in New York. Because I love that they tell you it's real after you read it. Like, I, know. I would have such chills. Yes. Oh, if I, I, like I kind of wish they had said that at the, the beginning, but I guess it would have given away the yeah. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? It's cool when you see it at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you you're like, learn oh, this is scary. story. Yeah. But it's just
1: fake. Yeah. <laughs> no. <know>. <laughs> it's <I know>. right? <laughs> It's, yeah, it's almost
0: bone chilling at the end. Mm-hmm. That last yeah. thought that. I would be afraid that I'd get it then. Like, after this book, i know, the that and like, if this is the contagion effect, are going to get it? That <laughs> yeah. does make it though, as you're reading it. Because there have definitely been some books that we were reading that I would be afraid to read if I were sitting in certain places or at times oh of my day. Sure. Oh, um, for sure. I was oh, yeah. so scared of that book. So yeah. <laughs> it, was it was so good. A year ago. So scary. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was creepy. I think that was November yeah. last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been our December pick, I can't remember. I feel like that was the October because it was like more mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Because I
1: think it was my genre pick. Yeah.
0: That was That was super creepy I did actually also just read another book by that same author, The Night Sister. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I I liked it, but I liked The Winter People better. Um I've been rereading, which this is a book that I have started rereading about two years ago and then i thought it would be appropriate to finish it since we were reading the alice network i can finish my reread of night oh oh my Cell. Yes. And- yes whatever mm-hmm. i didn't want to say the name because i wasn't sure if i could pronounce it correctly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i found out two years ago i think it was that there is a trilogy I read the trilogy. I think you you? said something about it. Yeah, two years ago. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I
0: haven't finished reading because every time there's a new book and then I Mm -hmm. put it down and I feel like I do that a lot when I'm rereading a book Mm -hmm. that I'll start it. And then if there's a new book that I want to read, then I'll read that book and then the other book will be put on hold. But I'm going to be starting the next book because there's two. There's Day and Dawn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've read those ones. No, i read I Night, had, but yeah. the other ones. And Night's definitely should. the most popular. Yeah. yeah. I think. yeah. I've read yeah, it in this. college. we, we read that in school. We read it in high school. Yeah. I think it was, like, required. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was yeah. really good. I liked yeah. it. It's cool. a very good, deep book. I, I actually made have it. it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> After this, I can get it for you if you want. So are we doing our book pick for next time? Yes. I'm really excited about mine. too.
1: So it was my genre pick, and since it's going to be December and Christmas, I said let's do books about like set at Christmas time or in the winter, because mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure what kind of options there were going to be. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll just. I guess I can say mine. My sure. Um. So mine is a mystery thriller, Ooh. and it's called oh. A Fatal Grace. Oh. <laughs> oh. By Louise Penny, and it has a. Um, Four point one one rating. Right? I don't think is I it, see it
0: called it you know? again? A, a Fatal, Fatal Grace. Grace. Is it? Oh, Grace. Is it part of a series? It
1: says number two, but yeah. I feel like those mystery books you can always read. You can like yeah. pop in whenever. It's,
0: it's like they're the same investigators, yeah. but like different right. stories. Okay.
1: okay. I mean, I hope because
0: it sounds really good, <laughs> and I want to read it. it.
1: Says, "Welcome to Winter in Three Pines, a picturesque village in." Cap- Quebec? Is it Quebec? Where the villagers are preparing for traditional country Christmas, and someone is preparing for murder. Ooh. <laughs> no one likes C.C. de Poitiers. Not her quiet husband, not her spineless lover, not her pathetic daughter, and certainly none of the residents of Three Pines. C.C. de Poitiers managed to alienate everyone right up until the moment of her death. When Chief Inspector Armand Gamache of the Sûreté de Quebec is called to investigate, he quickly realizes he's dealing with someone quite extraordinary. Cécile de Poitiers was electrocuted in the middle of a frozen lake in front of the entire village as she watched the oh, annual shit. curling tournament. Oh my god! Yikes. And yet no one saw anything. Who could have been insane enough to try such a macabre method of murder or brilliant enough to succeed? With his trademark compassion and courage, Gamache digs beneath the... Idyllic surface of village life to find the dangerous secrets long buried there. For a Quebec winter is not only staggeringly beautiful, but deadly. And the people of Three Pines know better than to reveal too much of themselves. But other dangers are becoming clear to Gamache. As a bitter winter, as a bitter wind blows into the village, something even more chilling is coming for Gamache himself.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Sounds good.
1: So that is my pick. Oh. I
0: like it. I'll go because I started to think maybe you and I had the same book pick. Mm-hmm. Because mine is also a mystery thriller. Yes. Ooh. It's called An Unwanted Guest oh. by Sherry Lapina. Um, it's not Christmas, but it's it? set during like a snowstorm. Okay. okay. Well, that works. Um, and I have read another book by her, A Stranger in the House, and Ooh. The Couple Next Door. Actually, I read both of those. Have any of you read or, like, those? Oh, I've read it, The so. Couple Next Door. Oh, oh. Didn't, didn't you read so- that? Did I read it? Now I can't remember I, if it's on I my like want-to-read list or those. if I read it. It only has, um, An Unwanted Guest has a 3.75 rating. Got it. So, no, no I just, I, I, I have a couple want to read. They yeah, a couple read next it. stories on want-to-read. I have to say, I don't think I read uh, that, but isn't that sad? I didn't know right away. So I said the same thing to you when you told me about it, Lee. I was like, did I read that or did yeah, you that? <laughs> I mean, it? looks familiar. Um. <laughs> I really liked a stranger in the house. By okay. Her. The book description for an unwanted guest is a remote lodge in upstate New York is the perfect getaway until the bodies start piling up. Ooh, it's ooh. winter in the Catskills and the weather outside is frightful. But Mitchell's Inn is so delightful. The cozy lodge <laughs> nestled <Right>. deep- <laughs> The Cozy Lodge nestled deep in the woods is perfect for a relaxing, maybe even romantic weekend away. The inn boasts spacious old rooms with huge wood-burning fireplaces, a well-stocked wine cellar, and opportunities for cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, or just curling up with a book and someone you love. So when the weather takes a turn for the worse and a blizzard cuts off the electricity and all contact with the outside world, the guests settle in for the long haul. The power is down, but they've got candles, blankets, and wood, a genuine rustic experience. Soon, though, a body turns up, surely an accident.
1: When a mm. second
0: body appears sure. <laughs> <laughs> When a second body appears they start to panic then they find a third body within the snowed in paradise something or someone is picking off the guests one by one they can't leave and with no cell service there's no prospect of getting the police in until the weather loosens its icy grip the weekend getaway has turned deadly for some couples oh it's their first time away for others, it will be their last, and there's nothing they can do about it but huddle down and hope they can survive the storm. Oh, uh, I really I want, want like, to read this. <laughs> is this is like <laughs> a modern-day Agatha Christie. Yes! 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 And, and, and they were, were not. So we read Agatha Christie, and then we were none as a book club pick, and this really this sounds like, like so a modern-day so so yeah. version, but sounds good. sounds good. Mine is a Reese Witherspoon choice, and it's oh. one day in December. Oh, I, I remember saw that, one. that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's by Josie Silver. It looks like when I kept searching, that was the one that kept coming up. So I was like, you know what? Oh, oh the yeah, it reminds
1: me of um, what was that Chiclet yeah. book we read? Yeah. The Hating Game. The yeah. Hating Game.
0: Yes. I hope we enjoyed. Which this one we didn't. A little. No. More. <laughs> 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 it was cute, I but had, it wasn't yeah. like anything. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. Side cool. note was we did not like that book because most of us do not like Ch- chick. Lit books, including myself. I like some no, chick lit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, I gave not. it a three out of <laughs> I five. I think it was yeah. the, the male. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. a little yes.
1: questionable.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't like chick lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this book is written by Josie Silver, and the book description says two people, ten chances. One unforgettable love story, Laurie is pretty sure love at first sight doesn't exist anywhere but the movies. But then, through a misted-up bus window, one snowy December day, she sees a man who she knows instantly is the one. Their eyes meet, there's a moment of pure magic, and then her bus drives away. Certain they're fated to find each other again, Laurie spends a year scanning every bus stop and cafe in London for him. But she doesn't find him, not when it matters anyway. Instead, they reunite at a Christmas party when her best friend Sarah giddily introduces her oh. new boyfriend oh. to Lori. Oh. <laughs> <Sarah>. <laughs> it's Jack, the man from the Should bus. I see. <laughs> it would be. What follows for Lori, Sarah, and Jack is ten years of friendship, heartbreak. Missed opportunities, roads not taken, and Mm. destinies reconsidered. One day in December is a joyous, heartwarming, and immensely moving love story to escape into, and a reminder that fate takes inexplicable turns along the road to happiness. This reminds me of like oh. serendipity. Where, like, yes. yes, it does sound like that. Yeah. But I'm surprised you picked it because this chick- is just chick- know! Chick- know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Murray, I hate chicken Awesome, Murray
0: picks chicken. <laughs> I do. I I find that a lot of chicklet books are what just does. boring. I'll read them, but this one has a spin to it, yeah. which I did like more than others. And it has Reese Witherspoon's. Yeah. So, yeah. Our friends, yeah. Our, yeah. Our, our dear friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I would love Reese Witherspoon before she started picking <laughs> books. So I think that I'm just like, if Reese Witherspoon likes like, it, then I like, I it. like yeah, it. Yeah, so that's, that's great. Hard. Because
1: it's like, uh, 10 years
0: of her like yeah, liking him, maybe, that's... but her friends with him right oh. that's terrible but also how <laughs> can she know instantly that he's the one i mean come oh, on yeah Anna, that's a little True. this is why we don't like yeah, <laughs> I <know. laughs> I mean, but i get mad from Julie, just like what we were talking about before when i get mad from books yeah. she's never yeah. even met him their eyes meet he could literally, literally be like one. a killer. Yeah. Yeah. oh right. my god. She's anyway. drawn to him because he has to <laughs> so kill her. like that. He could like he's happy. He's riding a cycle. the bus because he has a G. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I already have problems and I haven't even read it. what was the rating on it? It's a it's four. That a four. It's yeah. Yeah. Actually- four. Well the hating game was super. It was. Yeah, it was. was but there? somebody whose mm-hmm. ratings I trust yeah. she rated this book a four and huh. oh wow. So mm-hmm. I mean, it has potential. I yeah. I don't hate chiclet. No. So I'm into it. I like in from yeah. London. Yeah. yeah. It fits the 20%. Yeah.
1: It's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Okay. So my pick, I, I actually am worried that my pick doesn't quite fit because I don't know yeah. if it's winter, but it's, I think it's winter because it's like snowing and stuff. Okay. But it's also in Alaska, so like, oh I this is, did you guys pick the same one? Book? Oh, maybe it, it's the Snow me. Child. Oh, I oh, almost like that one, yeah, that was my second choice. Okay, so really... there we go. I, but I mean, I think it's winter, yeah, that's perfect. It has <laughs> snow in the okay, of yeah, areas. I said winter/slash yeah, yes, okay, okay, totally counts. Yeah. So, the Snow Child, and it says Alaska 1920. A brutal place to homestead, and especially tough for recent arrivals Jack and Mabel. Childless, they are drifting apart, he breaking under the weight of the work of the farm, she crumbling from loneliness and despair. In a moment of levity during the season's first snowfall, they build a child out of snow. The next morning, the snow child is gone, but they glimpse a young blonde-haired girl running through the trees. This little girl, who calls herself Fana, seems to be a child of the woods. She hunts with a red fox at her side skims lightly across the snow, and somehow survives alone in the Alaskan wilderness. As Jack and Mabel struggle to understand this child, who could have stepped from the pages of a fairy tale, they come to love her as their own daughter. But in this beautiful, violent place, things are rarely as they appear, and what they eventually learn about Fana will transform all of them. Mm. I the, know. She's the... Magical, <laughs> probably better than... The red fox. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> really <laughs> has to magic her. So mine is kind of like the same as our, as the Alice Network. Oh. It's called Last Christmas in Paris, a novel of World oh, yeah, War I. yeah, I saw you. That. It's by Hazel Gaynor and Heather Webb. The description says, New York Times bestselling author Hazel Gaynor has joined with Heather Webb to create this unforgettably romantic novel of the Great War. So again, this might be kind of chick lit. <laughs> <laughs> August 1914, England is at war. As Evie Elliott watches her brother, Will, and his best friend, Thomas Harding, depart for the front, she believes, as everyone does, that it will be over by Christmas, when the trio plan to celebrate the holiday among the romantic cafes of Paris. But as history tells us, it all happens so differently. Evie and Thomas experience a very different war. Frustrated by life as a privileged young lady, Evie longs to play a greater part in the conflict. But how? And as Thomas struggles with the unimaginable realities of war, he also faces personal battles back home where War Office regulations on press reporting caused trouble at his father's newspaper business. Through their letters, Evie and Thomas share their greatest hopes and fears and grow ever fonder from afar. Can love flourish amid the horror of the First World War or will fate intervene? Christmas 1968. With failing health, Thomas returns to Paris. A cherished packet of letters in hand, determined to lay to rest the ghosts of his past, but one final letter is waiting for him. Ooh. Mm. That one sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a 4.15 rating, so people like it. I noticed yeah. this one's about World War One. Yeah, yeah, I know. She's so much trying to learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe This will help educate. Somebody. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. So okay. those are all so the pictures. That's to it. Put it in. The yeah. App. Oh, it's in. Oh wow. Okay. Joe has all our <laughs> pictures on our spinner app. Spinning. Nervous. Oh, and An to Guess. Who's <gasps> this? That's mine. Oh, I hope
1: really excited. Oh, that that, really that excited. one sounded really good. I mean, this is
0: really funny because every time Lee's book gets chosen, <laughs> she's like, oh my god, everyone's probably going to hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't done that it yet. It's that just, like she's just so, so much pressure, better, like... I just, like, the hating game was my pick and then everyone hated it. (laughs) Well, that's that's in the title. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. We don't
1: know. It sounds intriguing, but then
0: you get into it and you're
1: like, oh, I hate how this is written. It does. I like the, like, idea of it.
0: It does make for good discussion if we hate it. Yes, that's true. And it makes you more critical as a reader. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it gets my intellectual side going when I can, like, Analyze and Evaluate the book mm-hmm. yeah. Yay, that one sounded really good I'm excited yeah. Ooh, It's only $10 paperback on Amazon awesome. so. It's pretty short The look. cover looks oh, how really many pages cool Oh, yeah. how many pages? 29, oh 29. that's great I really awesome. like that cover Okay, well there we go <laughs> <laughs> Overall The Alice Network is a yes for listening to I think, mm-hmm. from all yeah. of us even with a little bit of issue Absolutely. And next week not next week. Oh my gosh. Whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. next month we're going to be reading an unwanted guest, and hopefully you will all be there to listen to our discussion. That'll Is all be like holiday, holiday
1: you that might be listening. To it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <With> boyfriends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. They won't listen. <laughs> no. But yeah, that'll be fun because our next one we also do a holiday gift exchange. Oh, yeah. 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 So lots of festive mm-hmm. winter. We'll be around Christmas. Yeah. We'll be in the holiday spirit. Even happier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, listeners, have you read the Alice Network? What did you think about it? If you want to chat about it, please do so on our Drink a Book Pod Instagram or feel free to email us at our drinkabookpod at gmail with any suggestions on what we should read next. Also, if you have cats, please tag us on Instagram. We would absolutely love it. Um, Dogs are also acceptable. And don't forget to follow us on Goodreads at drinkabookpod.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you in a month. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Here's to another book club. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.